Hello you utterly amazing person. Welcome to Nourish Your Wellbeing with Becky with BB Holistic Therapy. Now in today's episode I wanted to talk to you a little bit about metabolic health and what it actually means. Okay, It might be a term that you've heard thrashed around in recent months and years and actually the more we learn about it the more we realise that our metabolic health is everything. And so in this episode, I want to talk you through what metabolic health means, how it's impacting your life and what you can do to take charge of it and supercharge your well-being. Now, it's quite interesting, isn't it, when we start to explore what metabolic health actually means. And essentially, metabolic health is about us having a healthy metabolism. And what that means is it's about how your body can digest and absorb the nutrients from food that you eat without unhealthy spikes in your blood sugar, in blood fat, inflammation and insulin. So it's all about what happens inside the cells. And effectively, good metabolic health lowers our risk of developing metabolic diseases. And that's intrinsically linked to conditions such as obesity, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, stroke, kidney disease and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. So everything that we eat and we're putting in directly impacts our health. Now you might be listening to this and saying Becky well I understand that, I know that, of course I do but this is where the danger lies is we're not always sure of the food that we're eating, thinking it is healthy when actually it's putting us at risk. Okay, so food for us can be medicine, but it can also be poison, particularly when you look at ultra-processed foods and you look at fructose as well. So the sugars that are in foods, the hidden sugars. And it's what you can't see on the inside that is doing damage to our bodies. And what we need to learn and we need to recognise is that the more we feed our gut, the more we support our brain and the more we protect our liver, then our health will thrive. Because what happens when we don't feed our, our gut the right things, it slows down our metabolism. And actually what happens is we things just get stuck. We hold on to that extra fat. We can't process it. And it just sits there and we end up getting a fatty liver. And then it slows down our body's ability to be able to function. We get inflammation, we get swelling. And then it obviously impacts within that our blood sugar levels. So we're not processing things as well as we could. And therefore, that has a significant impact on how we are focusing, how we are metabolizing and how our bodies are working. It's the fact of what you can't see that's going on inside the body. So things when we're putting things like fructose fructose and high sugars in our diet, then fat builds and it surrounds our liver and then we get fatty livers. And within that, we then become insulin resistant. And when we become insulin resistant, we can't process food as well. Um, We get spikes in our sugars and our hormones become out of balance. So then it affects our mood, it affects our energy. And actually, because of our liver and our metabolism not working as well, it's slowing things down. Our bodies are becoming sluggish and we absorb more fat. 
And then you can then just start to see how things have a ripple effect from there. So then it's increasing your risk of obesity. It's increasing your risk of diabetes. It's increasing your risk of heart disease, of stroke, you know, of developing some cancers. It just, it, it evolves. And so when we keep looking at the research, we keep looking at the evidence, everything circles back to food. And actually, as a society, what we are all suffering from is systemic chronic inflammation within our bodies. And you might be someone who's out there and thinking, well, actually, Becky, I feel like I I eat a really healthy diet, you know, and these are the choices I make. And yeah, you know, you probably are. But there might also be things within your diet that are causing you to hold on to fat are causing your blood sugars to spike without realising it. Because what blows your mind when you start to look at food, and I'm sure you've all found it when, you you know, you go to the supermarket and we've got those wonderful like traffic light systems, haven't we, that tells us how much fat is in stuff. So it's like if it's really high in fat, then you get a red um, colour on it. If it's, you know, a bit like, oh, not sure, it's uh, got an amber warning. And if it's really good for you, then it will have a green sign on it. But actually, that all corresponds to the amount of calories that are in food. And we are a society that are driven by having that need to understand the what calories are and actually should only have 2,000, 2,500 calories a day, you know, depending on uh, and your age. In theory, that's what they're recommending. But actually, that is nonsense, okay? Because, and I, I feel so strongly about this, because a calorie, what is a calorie, okay? And how you, can you define that one calorie for, is better for you than over the other, right? And a prime example of this is if you've got an avocado, okay? An avocado is high in natural fats. It's full of bit, vitamin B. It is incredibly good for you, okay? It's just full of goodness. But if you put it on the calorie scale, it comes up off the chart that, you know, If you have one of those, then it'll be a good chunk of your daily calorie intake. Whereas you compare it to a chocolate bar, for example, which might not have quite as many calories, but actually has got no nutritional value or content for you and is only going to give you a short sugar spike and then upset all your hormones and cause you to crash and burn and affect your mood. So, you know, when you start to look at food like that, you're like, well, actually, it is just nonsense. And it makes me, and it, what also it does is it fuels eating disorders and distorted eating habits. Okay. And like, you know, I know on their menus, most restaurant chains now, like bigger, bigger restaurant chains, not independent ones, have on their menus the amount of calories that are in a meal. But it's irrelevant because it depends on how that meal's made. It depends what core natural ingredients are made with that. It depends about what processed and ultra-processed foods are put in that. All of that will affect its nutritional content and its goodness for you. And what I would really advocate for all of you to do is just to shake off the calorie mindset because it is so unhealthy for us and it is driving us to make poor choices when we don't even realise it. 
And that's a massive problem with our food industry. It's a massive problem with our government as well. And there is a real shift to change within health professionals, within the College of Medicine and integrated and personalised medicine approach that we're trying to really shift the change. But the real sad fact is that a lot of these companies that you know make all our highly processed and ultra processed foods is their profits are off the chart they earn a ridiculous amount of money and obviously the government benefits from that but the downside is is that our healthcare costs are escalating and we are at a point where it's completely unsustainable how we are managing the the NHS is incredible you know and as a nurse myself I've been a nurse for 20 years now and I'm incredibly proud that I've been part of such an amazing organization but we are stretched to the limit we haven't got the funding we haven't got the resources to look after everyone and I'm sure many of you have experienced that and know that But I know that the staff working in it are doing a phenomenal job and I'm so proud of them, of how hard they're working with such stretched resources. But I think where the challenges of what we're seeing is that as a society, we're not going to see the doctors until we've really got a problem. Okay, and by then the damage has started to happen to your body. And there are ways to turn it around to shift it. But actually what I would strive for you to do and I would empower you to do is take ownership of your health. Okay, we we only die once. We live every single day. And you want to make the most of that. And I get that it's really confusing and it's really complicated. And I am working my way trying to navigate and help you and support you to be the best version of yourself. If you know me well, you know that I have been on my own well-being journey and I've still got a long way to go. I'm still learning and I'm thrilled that I'm going to be doing this health coaching program in September because it's only going to feed and inspire me more to make more changes to my health, but also to help you, to help you make the right choices and the right decisions. And I I get how confusing it is. I get how stretched we all are for time. I get how, how overwhelmed we are by, you know, trying to figure out all this information that's being thrown at us. From one aspect, you're being told, oh, do a keto diet. It's really good for you. Actually, it's not. It's it, long term. It is not good for you. It's like any of the diets. There is a whole fad and it's a whole industry that is just channeled to fuel your confusion with the food and nutrition that you're having and actually just teaching you to have bad habits and take stuff out. And I can talk from experience with that because a few years back, um, it's going back quite a long time ago now, probably 10 or so years ago, I'd hit a point where I was quite overweight. I had some issues with my eating habits and I needed to lose weight. And I signed up for Slimming World. And without a doubt, I lost a chunk of weight. I lost four stone doing it. And that's what I needed at that point in time. I needed that group support and encouragement. And there is a lot within that, that actually coaching and supporting and being in a nurturing environment, we all need that to help us to inspire, to shift and make change. But actually what that program taught me is that 
I needed to eat things that were low fat. I And therefore, if you look at things that are low fat, they're being replaced with things to make them tasty. What are they being replaced with? Sugars and salts, which are incredibly bad for you. And actually, that does far more damage, you know. So, it, and, and it is a minefield. And a, a lot of these slimming, weight loss, fad diets, are, that's what they are. They're, they're just a fad. It's not teaching you what you really need to know when it comes to nutrition. And what we know from the evidence and from the the wealth of research that is out there, the, the more, if you like, Mediterranean diet that we eat, the, the more fresh food that we try and have, and the better it is for our health. It's all about balance. Now, I'm not going to stand here and say, you need to cut everything out from your diet. And I'm in a process where I'm working through stuff with my children and my husband at the moment because, you know, we've come a long way in our nutrition. And my I'm very lucky my children eat incredible variety. They will try anything. And I'm fortunate because I appreciate some of you have children who'd class as fussy eaters and things. And I, I do get that. And so we keep looking and we keep evolving. And like one of the priceless things when you look at it is breakfast. Take breakfast, for example. Okay. So I suspect many of you in your family or your children will have a bowl of cereal for breakfast because it's the done thing. It's, oh, that's what we all need to have for breakfast. It's what we've been doing for years. And you think like when I was a child in the eighties and like when you think of when cereals first started coming in when they can't come in like the late 70s early 80s it was all derived oh yeah you need to have a bowl of cereal and a glass of orange juice for breakfast that's you know going to set you up for the day really healthy but what we know is processed orange juice is uh, full of loads of sugar and when you start to look at the cereals and I appreciate the cereals do vary but when you do a deep dive to look at them there's loads of hidden sugars in them now my, I'm having an interesting discussion with my daughter at the moment because I've started to strip out a lot of our cereals. And one of them, a prime example, is I would give them like multigrain hoops, not the branded Cheerios uh, version. It'd be like their own supermarket brand because that was better than the, the you know, branded version. It had less sugar in it and it had all those green labels on. So I thought, oh, I'm making sure I'm giving them good things. But Recently, I've been noticing she's been having bigger and bigger bowls. I mean, she goes to gross spurts. So any of you who have children know that's what they like. They just get hungry. And I was getting concerned that she was eating too much. And it's that thing, isn't it? I don't want to make a big thing about it. But equally, I want to address it because, you know, if she is still hungry, then maybe we need to look at what she's eating and shift it at the same time. So... The more I've been learning in recent weeks, the more I'm exploring nutrition and what's involved, I actually realised that for her breakfast, she's having a huge chunk of sugar because there's a lot more sugar within it than I realised there was. And I thought, well, this is no good because all that sugar is going to do is spike her blood sugar levels and it's going to make her go whoop quite high and then she's going to crash and burn and within that she's going to get grumpy within that she's not going to be able to think as clearly and therefore it's going to affect her emotions and how she reacts to things and how she interacts with others and her relationships so it's like a full-on domino effect and I'm like 
well, that's no good for school, is it? And you think, oh, okay, we've been having a few blips with hormones and actually maybe that comes back to it. So I've taken them out and now she's having a few different things and we're mixing it up what they're having and quite often my children will have eggs for breakfast and that's a wonderful way to start the day because it's full of protein and it it will keep you fuller for longer and there's bonuses to it but it is confusing and I think for me I you know I, I come from a healthcare background but in my training, we, we hardly did anything on nutrition and it's the same for doctors and there's a real drive and a shift to change that because when we realise that everything comes back to the food that we're eating, then food really is our medicine. Food can be wonderful, but also the food that we're eating can be poisoning us without realising. Oh, it's a challenge, isn't it? A challenge to work out what is best for us and how we make those choices. I feel very fortunate that I have the the knowledge and understanding behind me. But equally as a parent, I find it confusing. As someone who is striving to improve their well-being, I do find it quite exhausting. And I just want to try and make the best choices, but it is mind-boggling. And what I will strive to do is understand it, to share with you what I am learning and I guess what I would encourage you all to do is just take a look at what you are having on a daily basis. Okay, think about the food that you're eating. Think about what you are selecting to fuel your body. Are you going for those ultra processed foods? And I'll talk more about what they are and things in a future podcast episode because I'm doing some more deep dives exploring a bit more. And so I want to be more informed before I share it with you. But I think we all have that understanding and a great way to look at it, as you can explore, you can look it up, is the Nova system. And it's about what is being done to our food. And it's things that are being done to it without realising. And before we know it, we're eating things we shouldn't be eating, which aren't really food. And then that's impacting our health and our well-being. It's huge. It really is huge. And I, I just want to shout from the rooftops about how the choices we make every day are impacting our health. I've I've been saying it before I've learned more about this, but I really hope I'm going to inspire you to wake up and go, oh, okay, Becky, I really need to take charge of this because if I don't take ownership, am I just going to leave it and keep feeding these things to me? Because, you know, the, the danger is about certain foods and particularly sugar is they're addictive. And, that addiction is fueling our poor health and that systemic chronic inflammation that's going on inside our bodies that is supercharging our obesity, our increase in diabetes, heart disease, strokes, early onset of cancer. It's just off the chart. It just goes through and through all these different health conditions. And, you know, not saying that all of them start and end with the gut, but they are influenced by what we are putting in. And so therefore, the more we look after that, the healthier, the happier we will be. And therefore, that will strive us forward to embrace living more every day and not dying sooner than we need to. At the end of the day, we all want to live a healthy, happy life, but we have to take charge. We have to take ownership of it. And I know how hard it is. 
And if you need my help and support, then get in touch. Let me work with you. Let me guide you. Let me support you. When we come back to that metabolic health, keeping our metabolism happy and fueling it with the right things and making sure that we are giving it the variety it needs to process our foods, to fuel our breakdown, those fats and those proteins and those carbohydrates, all those things that we need to keep our bodies fueled. So I hope this gives you some nuggets of what you need to explore. I realise I've bombarded you with information and hopefully you can tell by how I'm talking about this that I'm truly passionate about it. So if you're someone who wants to connect, you want to work with me, then let's get in touch. Be incredibly proud of who you are. Love yourself and nurture yourself with the care of the nutrition and food that your body deserves, that your family deserves, that your children deserve. Because they're our future at the end of the day. And if we don't start acting and if we don't start making a change, then we're putting our health and our well-being and quite frankly our future survival at risk. Take ownership. You can and you will do this. So have fun exploring and let's connect. Let's make a change and let's go smash our metabolic health. Thank you as always for taking the time to listen to my podcast. It is a real joy to have you here. If you have loved what I've talked about today, then please like, please subscribe, please share this podcast far and wide. I aim to inspire as many people as possible to take ownership and truly nourish their well-being. If you would like to connect and work with me, then head to my website, bbholistictherapy.com or find me on my socials on Facebook and Instagram. And I look forward to connecting. Take care.